0: Hi, Accounting Adventure friends. Andrew and I recently went on an expedition in our accounting adventures to get to know our sponsors a little bit better, to look behind the veil and work out what makes them tick, what do they see in the future and why do they do what they do. We got to speak with Rob Cameron from FYI. And I got a few insights and light bulb moments along the way and realising that he's actually been instrumental in my cloud accounting journey. It was absolutely fantastic talking with him and I hope you enjoy listening.
1: Hey friends, it is Ellie and Andrew here from Ellie and Andrew's All Aussie Accounting Adventures. And you know one thing that we like to do is uh, learn a little bit more about people's stories, some of the people that we come across in the world of accounting. Uh, And we thought, what better place to start than some of the people that are supporting our voices and our stories. So Ellie, who have we got joining us today?
0: We have the very special Rob Cameron, who is the founder of FYI, and that's little his baby, his little baby. Um, he's a good old Rattlehead boy, and uh, he does come from the permission from the profession. He has um, many, many years behind him. Let's just round it up to 20. And he's an accountant turned technologist. This is his third run around. So he's a bit of a sucker for punishment. And in his <laughs> downtime, he uh, does like to head to the uh, family farm at Robe. So uh, all in my territory. So uh, looking forward to speaking to Rob. How are you going, Rob?
2: I'm um, very well. I've been looking forward to catching up with the both of you. So very well here in Adelaide. We're surviving and um, uh, looking across the country and looking forward to everything and getting back to normal as soon as possible.
1: Absolutely. I've got family uh, just north of Robe, where your family's from, in Narrowcourt, and uh, normally visiting them once or twice a year. So I can't wait to be allowed to come and head yeah. over the line and then go visit that wonderful little brewery uh, in Robe where they make some incredibly strange beers. <laughs>
2: Yeah, and I, I also write it's one of the best pubs in Australia, I reckon. It's the Caledonian, so it's just a it's classic the
1: little, little Australian pub. It's a cracker. It's a cracker. Excellent. Well, hey, what we wanted to do, Rob, if this is comfortable with you, and if not, well, suck it up. This is what's going to happen anyway. <laughs> um, we're going to ask <laughs> you a few questions. World. We want to hear a bit of your story. We want to understand a bit about who you are, what makes you tick, and why you do what you do in the world of FYI. So before we get started, why don't you just – let us know. Ali's given you a bit of an introduction. Talk to us about that backstory of yours. So you've you've spent some time in in the accounting industry, delivering accounting services. You've also spent some time in the accounting technology industry, building stuff. What does that look like for you over your career today? Uh, it's a funny. It's a it's a long story. It's it's quite. I suppose it's a like a lot of
2: people's careers, it ends up becoming a series of coincidences and various events that happen and drive you in a certain direction. So I started as a as a chartered accountant many years ago with a with what was known as Price Waterhouse and then moved through and worked for a couple of firms for about five years. Before I got my what I regard as my my big break, which is um, a, an old part, a guy who I'd met via the firm I was working for called David Smith, who was at the time chairman or the head of PKF Australia, and I was able to move from Adelaide into Sydney and and head up a certain team that they had over there and taught myself to code. And ended up rolling out across a, a firm of about 500 people around the country, rolling out a paperless office at a time when that was quite revolutionary.
1: Hold on, so, hold on. You've got 20 years of experience in accounting industry, and then you've been doing a whole bunch of years in tech. So this is before you.
2: How long ago uh, were no, you no, paperless? No, no, no. <laughs> so this is, this is paperless like in 97 so it was a long, long time ago. Was I was 12
1: old. then. I know,
0: I know. You must be like the forefounder of Paperless, um, you know, and some, you some know people getting, still aren't. You know
2: you're getting old when you, you don't exaggerate your experience, you actually reduce your experience. I <laughs> feel <laughs> old
0: the old, the old man syndrome. I have to do that with Andrew too because I've got a few more years on him as well. He's just a young fella. He just I'm, likes to promote well, that.
1: Every day I'm getting closer, <laughs> I'm getting there. Um, so, Rob, hold on. So Paperless – in 1997, um, I can I can like, I know the challenges that it is for firms in this day to kind of operate paperless. I can imagine back then it was even more monumental. What, what on earth was that like? Uh, it was interesting, actually. It was just it's quite interesting
2: to think of a world where emails were really, very new, in which case emails weren't a big deal. It was scanning of people were talking. We spent a lot of time talking about scanners and how much, you, what DPI you're scanning at. The other thing is actually. <laughs> At one point, we were integrated with fax machines, so we were actually automatically <laughs> file. We had auto-file of faxes, which is bizarre now, because you look back and go, you would struggle to find a fax machine in the profession." Thankfully, oh, um, I think they're still I'll,
0: at the ATO these days. <laughs>
2: <I'm> sure, that, <laughs> that's their preferred well,
1: method well, of communication.
2: <laughs> I'll, I'll bite, my, bite my tongue on that one. Um, <laughs> so it was, it was, it was interesting, but it was amazing how people in the profession did embrace it. Like, it was it's not the greatest because uh, I think. Very early, people could just see this huge paper compactus at the back of the office it was ridiculous. And we used to just uh, dis- describe it saying, okay, well, literally, in a paperless world, you can, and it was all about search back then, the ability to do full-text searching and find mm. stuff within seconds. So that was just enough. And um, The hard thing was you had to convince people to spend a lot of money on hardware. And that's mm. the, I think, one of the most incredible things about the cloud is we're able to, even though we if, sometimes we think, oh, it's another subscription per month. It's worth reflecting back on what people were having to pay back in the day, which was twenty, thirty, forty thousand dollars in 90, wow. 1997 money. And they're not even talking about the software costs at that point. So, it, that has been a huge, huge improvement.
1: That's crazy. I, I can't even – like, I, I know my first accounting job with KPMG. I was still using a typewriter for, like, what, wow. for like 30 seconds. And then it moved on very quickly from there. And, yeah, it's just – um yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. And so, that did that great-
0: – Did that kind of give you the passion for the tech space and accounting and where it can go, like the possibilities?
2: Absolutely. So, I mean, I I, I put it down to a little bit of luck. I stumbled upon something and I looked around, and the results we were getting when we were putting it into place is people were just freaking out. And the net result is, and also it's just part of, I suppose, part of my DNA. I like sort of solving things or Problem solving, maybe coming off a farm. So you put those two things together, and, the, and and as I say, the the client satisfaction we're seeing, and then we realise the size of the opportunity. It it's become a, a crusade ever since, which is bizarre, bizarrely geek geek geeky, but it's true.
1: Wow,
0: I love the crusade. I'm the big supporter of the crusade because FYI has absolutely revolutionised all in because we were really struggling with that document yeah. management storage and the sharing of secure documents and do you find that with the feedback that you get from the users of the product
2: we do like a um, a little bit so you have to pinch yourself but the feedback we're getting at the moment is 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 sensational so um apparently i think the right place the right time but the and the team i'm lucky enough to have around me i think we're we're doing well the amazing thing is i reckon we're only just starting but the amount of stuff that we we can look ahead and say where it's all heading to from here, it's uh, probably only at fifty percent of what the possibilities are. So that's that. That's what gets me up in the morning in terms of keep on driving forward. And that's the great thing about technology as well. It's such an exciting industry because literally no day is the same as the one before. Uh, oh. We're always looking forward.
1: We're going to get to your vision of the future, which you touched on really briefly there. But before we get there, before we even get into FYI, um, obviously Ali and I are sharing our all Aussie accounting adventures. Have you got a story? Have you got a moment? Have you got a something in your accounting Aussie background experience that you want to share with us and with the listeners? Uh, I, don't, I don't know if this qualifies, but um, my sort of
2: funny sort of moment was – uh, along the way, I, I went out. And this is probably this is actually the third time I've done this style of of enterprise. I've, I've sort of had a couple of exits and come back in again. And one at one point, I um, i had been acquired, or it's part of the whole corporate play. The, the division I was in got acquired by a company called Solution Six, and I've been working. Oh. <laughs> i of sales. them. You've heard of them. This is going back. Oh, to yes, <laughs> a, and they've just been a, a buyout, or a whole bunch of new people had come on board. And I looked around, well, I think there's a huge opportunity that I could just take this little initiative I've been working on the paperless office and had about 27 different practices using it outside of PKF. I reckon I could probably go up to the guy in charge and say, why don't I take this off your hands? So I went up up to him and said, hey, mate, this is, I'm going to do you a favour here. I'm going to take this off your hands because this is not a viable product yet, 27. The numbers you're talking about are massive. And he looked at me, and he thought, and he thought, and he goes, "Yeah, that sounds alright." And then I turned it up a bit, and went, I, "You will have to pay me fifteen thousand dollars to take it off your hands, because obviously there's a bit of effort and all that." Yeah. And he agreed to do it. So, <sighs> to, to, hold on—you you a-
1: convinced someone to give you money to take an a- to get be given an asset. Correct.
2: So I walked away
1: thinking, "Wow, it's just—it's a classic
2: story. I think it's a good story for people, which is always think about it from their point of view as well, and think about it yeah. in terms of he was looking having to shut down a product, and because it just wasn't—it hadn't hit scale yet. Um, it's not just entirely think of it from your point of view, and don't be scared to ask. Like in terms, you never know that." If, if you never never ask, you never know. Rob
1: the magician, Cameron. Do
0: you know? I I've just had a bit of a sliding doors moment. My first role was at PKF, and I remember going paperless really early on, and they used a product called wow. Lotus, and it really that's, set.
2: That's that's the one oh that that we you were
0: using. Was you're that the first you? Generation. Yeah, oh my goodness! Called, because that called, set me off on my tech journey, and every firm I ever went into, I've, I was always in front of the game. Because I'd used the paperless office and the Lotus 3, like that's just blown my mind. That was you. <laughs>
1: that was
0: me. That was you. Actually, well, was set off my journey. Ellie
1: is having a fangirl moment right oh, now. Yeah. She's realized, oh my gosh! Oh my gosh! That was this actually is one, of my one of the idols.
0: best working paper products and paperless products I've ever used. And I wish Zero Working Papers was like it. <laughs> <laughs>
1: oh, I'll leave that alone as well. <laughs> we don't. We, we don't have an exclusive here about what's being built in the background. Lotus is coming back <laughs> in FYI form. Yeah,
2: so yeah, that's where it all began. So you imagine my sort of delight being a someone who likes to tinker, and it was it was just an incredible opportunity. And that's that, and and literally that was my first job in technology to be able to stand on that stage that early and be able to do that was just huge.
1: That's cool. So, so you've played with a bit of tech. We've talked about um, Ali's fangirl movement now with (laughs) what you've did with PKF, and we've talked about how you got paid to you know be given an asset and rob the magician. Cameron is what I am calling you from now on. Um, <laughs> what was that? What was that aha moment when you went? FYI needs to be. FYI needs to exist because you've you've kind of done this stuff before. But what yeah. was the aha moment for FYI, and what is different for FYI compared to what you've done in the past? I think. I mean, it's probably. It's going to sound self evident, but it's just the
2: cloud. The cloud is just radicalized. Uh, and I, I actually, to be honest, when I first left, I was working at IBM at the time. I first left and, and took a couple of years to build it up. I, I didn't realise how much I'd been working in, in one company for too long and went out and spent some time in the zero ecosystem and went to ZeroCon for the first time because we, we weren't invited that often um, <laughs> and, 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 and looked around and went, oh, you literally had an aha moment and went, but just did not realise how powerful that ecosystem effect was. Yeah. So I thought it was about having your tech, your kit off-site And not having to buy servers and being able to log in everywhere and I literally thought that was apart from just good UX and usability that would be the the main value proposition so then I look back and go it's actually the open architecture it's the ecosystem the ability to be able to have huge innovation because you've got best of breed you've got that natural sort of creative chaos of capitalism if you like but people's everyone's out there inventing and yet you can still connect the pieces together and Get the end result, which you everyone needs, which is a single client database, et cetera. So, that for me was just huge in terms of you. I think the, the real aha moment was we were talking about how are we going to file emails in the modern world? We we're talking about drag and drop and getting caught up on drag and drop. And then someone went, We could always auto file them based on the email address. So, you start to go, that changed the thinking and go, Don't talk about a better drag and drop. Actually, pre-file it
1: yeah, <laughs> and then we remove the dragging and dropping and, and yeah. add some automation and smarts in there and now yeah, you're getting which is the automation. the old henry ford quote that he said if
2: i asked my customers what they'd want they want a faster horse and cart it's, it's that reinvention the rethinking the whole thing and go back to basics and go what's the outcome people want which is filing the email they don't want better drag and drop they want the most efficient and correct form so then the aha moment was to go hang on a second we could do that with now infinity with bgl with the tax department, you start to look at the repetitive nature of some parts of our profession, which is mm. there's some things that just happen day in, day out, is for everything like that is to set up pre-filing for all of those elements. And that's mm. the journey we're on. That's that's where we went far out. We could actually maybe automate 50% of the filing, 70% of the filing. And that 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 was a radical moment.
0: It's so incredibly powerful. And it really does work to revolutionise how we you know, utilise our emails and file them and, and that's been such a huge issue in my business and I'm not sure about you, Andrew, but just the the level of documentation and the ability to search and to actually file everything rather than it sitting in people's you know inboxes. I mean, that, that's just one component of FYI. There's so much more on top of that that you've been able to build. It's just an incredibly powerful tool. I, I agree.
1: Oh, and, and I want to touch on them more, Rob. What's, what's your favourite... Function that FY does that maybe other people don't realize? Uh, it's probably it's, it's, it's not they know, it's not
2: they realize, but underutilized is the automation engine. Like I think that thing is going to change the change, or hopefully, I shouldn't get too far ahead of myself. <laughs> hopefully, it will change the profession in terms of having it so that you end up having. So, my, if I look ahead, my dream is and the typical practice within three months of getting going has 30 to 40 automations running. And they range across marketing, practice admin, compliance, financial services, et cetera. So that's actually even just internal sort of HR and making it so that anything that is repetitious is being handled by an automation and it's driving behaviour. It's even the other frontier we'd love to break is I think the next opportunity for massive improvements in our profession is breaking down the walls between the actual client, especially the business client, and the accounting firm, is to make that collaboration seamless Uh, frictionless, so you can actually work like you're part of one team, not two separate people. Occasionally, sort of, you know, having blockages the whole time.
1: That's cool because we've seen Zero do that with, uh, you know, the single ledger and whatnot. But then there's still Uh, conversations and actions that the accountant's trying to do, but they need involvement of the business owner to get there as well. So there's definitely a bunch of that kind of pushing and fighting back and forth too.
2: Yeah, it's probably it's an old analogy or an old example, but I remember years ago talking to an accounting partner, a partner of an accounting firm saying, "What's a, what what else can we do for you? And he pointed to the floor. He had about around the corners of his office, 27 sets of, of, of paper sitting on the floor <laughs> and said, they're all, they're all the jobs that I'm blocked on because they won't respond to me. Um, <laughs> and I, I, always, I always looked at that and went, wow, I could just see how that happens with a lot of SMEs are busy and they're admin phobic, they're, they're compliance phobic. And they just literally just don't respond to those calls or whatever and yet the accountant might be just looking for one piece of paper so Mm -hmm. it's just a it's a ridiculous situation where it's a relatively trivial problem if you like but the the effect on the practice of the pick up the put down the fact that all that work is stacked up is huge so that's 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 a a huge area we think in the future
1: Mm. that's cool Now, you said you're getting some really good feedback and and, and, and Ali Ali and I are both massive fans and, and use your product day to day and we know many other people do as well. But when you started, you had to convince someone to use it, right? You had to find that test dummy firm and then the next summer then traction. What's that like in the industry currently in terms of selling a solution to an accountant, to an accounting firm and then getting that traction and growth? What's that like these days compared to maybe what it was back when you had one of your first products?
2: Uh, it's, it's, it's I think it's massively changed. Like back in the day, there was a, a huge phobia about, especially if you were new. And I think there was a sense of, I think probably as a as a professional, we were more traditional back then. Whereas I think actually I won't mention names, but a large firm said to me a while ago when they they came in and and, and sort of started working with fyi really early, and I was surprised by it and asked them why they why this was the case and they said what we've worked out is the the risk reward type ratio has fundamentally changed mm-hmm. because in the old days you had to as I said you had to deploy hardware and make a massive project team and if you made a mistake really you couldn't get out of it in under two years because mm-hmm. otherwise you have to de- you know write everything off etc but they've said a the software's got better like the payback in terms of the value of the, the, the what the software's doing has got better but if it doesn't work in three months If you had to, not that you want to, but if you have to move on to another software, you can. It's not that big a deal. So that means I think everyone has, not that you think about it in that way, but people inherently or more subconsciously are aware that you can start to become a bit more, uh, not aggressive is the wrong word, but a bit more adventurous in terms of your decision making. And you can also, the other one I think is huge, the biggest thing for us, you know, listing up the aha moments or the huge way forward is trials. But the ability to try something before you buy it is massive, I reckon. Actually, <laughs> so that's a bit book. of a
1: bugbear of mine in the in the accounting industry technology world is like the length of trials and like the, the amount of software out there that's like, we'll give you seven days. And you're like, come on, yeah. man, like I, I can't try something in seven days. I'm interested in it right now. I'm going to sign up for it. But really, I need like a month or three yeah. to truly know what that looks like. And, how do, you, how do you challenge that in terms of like keeping it short enough so people actually give it a crack and sign up versus giving yeah. them enough time to learn and know it? So we just – we extend trials. Like we
2: our trials are 30 days and my attitude is if people – if my team ever asked me, i say just extend it, just extend it because the nature of document management, it's such a big decision. So mm. if, I mean, if someone says – I mean, if, they, if they're not using it, then – I mean, they haven't actually got on to do anything. But at the end of the day, I just think, you yeah, know, there's, there's – So little cost to that versus the, the potential relationship we can have with that firm, our, our belief is just make it as long as it,
1: as it needs to be. So, so just tell them Ali and Andrew said, look, you, they can get an extra month or two. <laughs> <It's> just extend it <laughs> yeah, yeah. out. Ali and Andrew gave the all clear. It's perfectly fine. That, just will, let that will
0: enter our, our language. That will be <laughs> I like it. the, the challenge is, is that most accountants are time poor and that seems yeah. to be the issue. And, you know, we came on board and I have to put my hand up and say so we most probably aren't utilising the product to its full potential, which is my pet peeve. Do you have any plans on how to actually help accountants to start to utilize all of the offerings that you have within FYI? Because clearly, that's some. Yeah, no, we like Andrew and I spoke about how we use it. We use it quite differently. Um, Yeah. Do you have any plans for that?
2: Absolutely. Probably a, it's our number one priority. So a, a star in our team, Cassie Gadats, is taking a lead with that. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're calling the, calling the initiative Delivering on Automation, which is we've had the promise out there. Now it's on us to make sure, even if people are poor, we've got to make it so we've done enough. to It's not that big a chore for you to get going. Um, yeah. And really it's almost what we've worked out, what happens with masterclasses, if you're not careful, is if the range of topics is too broad, different firms are at a different adoption with inside of their sort of their cycle. So mm. if you're not careful, it can be a good chunk of the masterclass, not relevant for me, not up to that yet. So mm. we're taking more of a granular approach and then saying, bringing together cohorts of firms to say, if you're at this point and you want to get going with this particular element of our software, join this cohort. So you can really come on board with a, hopefully with a good chunk of people when we run your through. The other thing we're going to do a lot more of is providing sample content. So the guys are currently working on Export import of automations. And that the goal is or the end the end goal is to make it so that even with our community on Facebook, people can say, Oh, hey, listen, I've got a great new client automation. I'll ship it across to you. And you can just slot it across to them. It it exports it out, exports the templates, send it across to the other firm. They can choose to import it. And obviously it would take into consideration any sort of different type of you know fields or Different elements that may not translate perfectly, so you can map them in, and then within about seven clicks, you're up and running with a, a seven-step automation. So that's probably the biggest thing for is, is to make the pain or the cost to to get these new elements going as low as possible, mm. and therefore, and we what we do see is once we've because amazing what we love about the cloud software is is we can at an anonymous level we can look across and see what's working and what's not. Mm. And when people get to a certain level within automations, it becomes almost a flywheel and then they just go from there. Yeah. So our job is to get the average firm using three to four regularly, like on a weekly, monthly basis. And then from there, we're very confident. It just, it just takes from there.
1: Yep. Awesome. Rob, we are going to be wrapping up shortly. Uh, I've got one last question for you. And this is probably just to help our listeners truly understand FYI. And what FYI does, but I want to imagine like you've just jumped you are let's just say you're at ZeroCon, you've hopped in an elevator, and someone's gone, yeah. Oh, you're you're from that FYI mob, right? Yeah, cool. Look, I've been wondering what do you do? What is it that you do? How would you how would you answer that to someone who's trying to understand what does FYI actually do for me and and is it relevant and is it something that I can use? Cool. Great, it's always a tough question because we've built a software that's quite broad, but let me let me give you
2: everything. Give you <laughs> everything.
1: <laughs> it
2: does everything. It's like a like a Swiss army pocket. No, um, what we do, what I say to people in a, in a classic elevator pitch essay at ZeroCon is to say our baseline in terms of the core problem we solve is a built-for-purpose paperless office in the cloud for accountants. That's the baseline. So beyond that we've actually, our, our future, what we are and we're moving to even further is what's called process automation. So that allows you to be able to, wherever you've got anything in your practice that you do regularly, you can train up, if you like, our, our bots to then go away and take that load away from your team members, allowing them to do more value-added added things with their team. So document management, but then the extensions is easy into process automation.
0: So just to kind of wrap this conversation up, even though I don't want to, because you're incredibly interesting, <laughs> where do you think the future is for FYI?
2: Ah, it's another great question. So in terms of looking forward, as I said, I think we're, we we very much keep an eye on how what our ROI is, how much we believe on a typical firm. This is how much we time, time, save in terms of time today. The future is very much in extending into into all the elements in terms of in HR, in marketing, across obviously compliance and keep on extending out to other app providers. So maximizing the amount that we can automate, maximizing the data that we can bring in from other other providers so that we end up with literally above 50% of the Data that's been brought in, being filed, even being processed and communicated, is handled automatically without you having to to do anything. Um, so exciting areas that we're really working on at the moment is to take almost an analogy of the concept we have with auto file of emails, is to start doing auto time. So because oh. we've got a little rich data sitting in there, such as telephone calls, emails, letters, et cetera, have even got access to your Outlook calendar with your permission, is to start to f- synthesize that data together and say, yeah. listen, we've had a go at your timesheets for today. We reckon this is a this is what it should look like, allowing you to be able – we don't think we're ever going to get perfectly right because there's time where you're browsing the web or doing something different or you've, you're doing multitasking. But the goal is to make it so we can get it 70 80% right, and you just go within – you know, couple, literally three minutes rather than 20 minutes to do quite, quite correct timesheets into your
1: underlying practice
2: management system.
0: Rob, you have just made my heart beat me faster. <laughs> I have to tell you, it's I know racing. I said it
1: earlier. I said Rob the magician, Cameron. It sounds like FYI, the magician. That's uh, mm-hmm. that's some really cool stuff, mate. That's some awesome stuff on the horizon. I, I like the sound of that.
0: Absolutely. And look, I was a fangirl before, but dear me, <laughs> you're gonna have the, dreams what's about the extra this now. Level? You're gonna be dreaming <laughs> about oh, I'm
1: just gonna wake up and, and everything's done, <laughs> and I'm gonna <laughs> just kick yeah, yeah, back yeah, and cheer up. We
2: do go a bit mad with all the opportunities. So it's, it's, it's very hard to sort of chill out and go, go relax because it's just, we look ahead and go, man, it's just so much we could be doing. So it's, 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 but it's great fun.
0: Just keep on going. Absolutely keep on going. Rob, it has been such a pleasure to have you on the podcast and to share your stories and your journey. And you're clearly passionate about the industry and that's what we need. And we are too. So as a community, we can all grow together. So thank you so much for your time. We really appreciate it.
2: Cheers, Rob. Thank you, dear you bud. Uh, great. We love sponsoring you guys. Thank you very much. Awesome.
0: Thanks, Rob.
1: Hey, thanks for taking the time to hang out with us today on Ellie and Andrew's All Aussie Accounting Adventures. Uh, Make sure you check us out on the socials at Accounting Adventures as well as jump on our website, accountingadventures.com.au.
0: While you're there, make sure, if you liked it, to rate, review and share so that more people can come on the accounting adventures together with us. Also, if you have a question or something that we haven't covered and you think we really should, then make sure to get in contact with us. We'd love to hear from you. This is your community and we want you to be a part of it.